Hello, and welcome to Ring Awareness. I'm Wonder Dave. And I am Cristiano. And we are here to talk about... Women's wrestling. And... Feelings. That's right. And glow. Glow. We are (laughs) recapping a fictional show based on a fictional show about women's wrestling. (laughs) Which is real. 100% real. All violence, all the time. It's true. Yeah. Uh, so we're looking at uh, season two, episode two mm-hmm. of Glow on Netflix. Uh, I never write the name down. Those episode names. Okay. I, you know, I didn't look for what they were. It's fine. Oh, yeah. I'll figure it out. And guess what? Put I'll it in the notes. Put it in the notes. Notes, 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 notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's the deal. The train keeps on and moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the last episode, we saw Debbie feeling very powerful because she got herself a producer's credit. And in this episode, uh, we realized that producer's credits mean nothing. Uh, mm-hmm. Debbie has to work hard. And welfare queen, uh, to May. Uh, actual wrestler. Actual wrestler. Really cool. Uh, Kia Stevens. Uh, side note, if you want to get into women's wrestling, I have probably said this on this podcast before, but watch some, uh, watch some at the time her wrestling name was Awesome Kong, uh, Kia mm-hmm. Stevens versus gail kim matches they are high quality uh they had a great rivalry in tna uh and put on some top notch matches over the years so that's just a that's just a side note about wrestling matches i've liked uh but so Tamei comes over to your house mm-hmm. hangs out uh has some fondue and then is like oh, i love candy to wake up mm-hmm. and and also does a little lesson about how Debbie needs to make herself useful if she wants to be respected. Mm-hmm. It's a good lesson. It's a good lesson. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I'm not going to do anything about it. This is the ASMR portion mm-hmm. of the podcast where you can slowly hear a garage door open. When do you hear it close? Nobody knows. Know. Uh, so, yeah. So we get that because mm-hmm. uh, Bash and Sam don't want to come over for fondue in Pasadena. Yeah. They want to be dudes and like a uh, drink and yeah, you know, go out. They give her shit for going home for her uh, ch- children or whatever, and then use the same excuse for not going to Debbie's house for dinner. Oh, yeah. Even though uh, Justine is sixteen and fucking people up at punk shows. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, she got fucked up at that punk show. She did, but still. Yeah. She got in a fight. She dumped sexy Kevin Bacon, the young guy, who seems like a jerk. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. yeah. Well, then that's not surprising. I, I mean, a cute shirtless front man, that's kind of... Yeah. All you need at that age, I think. Yeah. Fuck it. Uh, but it was great, because you got pulled off of fighting... I don't know, that lady? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the other punk lady. I <laughs> and thought said, those ladies who were cast as the punks looked a little too L.A. to me. They looked L.A. and also much older <laughs> than... Yeah. Than would be in... A, who knows? I don't know. Whatever. I, I don't just, go to Gilman anymore, but Whatever. Yeah, but I was just like, oh, punk cars don't look that L.A., even in L.A. Yeah, I mean, she had a really nice pomp. Yeah. Um, a but little it was, too. What was yeah, that? A little too. A little too produced for me. A little too produced. Her makeup was real nice. Yeah. Um, it's. I think it's one of the show's first, like, 
Because I feel like they've done a good job with it, with mm-hmm. doing the fashion stuff and not making it like over the top and campy. Yeah. And I think this was like a unnoticeable failure. Was the, yeah. the a lot of the punk kids actually looked a little too yeah um no uh, yeah a little too polished little too for polished. me for like eighties um, punkers yeah yeah I also felt I mean because I did immediately when I saw her I'm like is that a somebody is that somebody I should know because she did look really nice she's framed up nicely she's nice lighting she looked very. Yeah, polished is the whole, the whole thing. Yeah, I wonder um, if they were wrestlers. I wasn't paying attention. Oh, mm, I feel bad now. Oh. If it was a wrestler cameo, I apologize for my criticism, and that's great. Mm-hmm. But I don't yeah. think it was. Yeah, uh, but that was the best way to break up with somebody. It's like fuck you, steal your own merch. Hella mm-hmm. <laughs> funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then, I think we cut back to some more Debbie stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Is that what happens? Next. Mm, so the whole thing is that instead of doing five matches, they're now mm. doing three, and they're making the girls audition the matches. Um, and we see a lot of fun stuff happen, right? Uh, what Beirut has a great idea, right? And mm-hmm. she runs her mouth about it, and then the the two uh, the what are they biddies? No, the the biddies. Yeah, the biddies steal it. Um, yes, and. Which is based off, I mean, not the stealing, but the, the two ladies who wrestled, they wrestled as old ladies, and then they wrestled as, like, gnarly punk rock characters that nice. were the same ladies on Original Glow. Yeah. That's a little homage, I guess. Yeah. Um, it is very interesting, the things that they bring up with Beirut and the Fortune Cookie, where they're, like, kind of talking about race and, like, the representation in the show, and then... The concepts get stolen by two ladies, and then their their explanation for stealing it from Beirut is like, "Oh, it made me feel terrible being an old lady." And it's like, all she's been talking about this whole time is how she hates being the stereotype mm-hmm. of an ethnicity that she isn't even, you know, no, she's I, Indian. yeah, she's Indian. Um, she's not Middle Eastern, and at so all. it's just so like the crazy like. Like kind of feminist stuff and like race stuff that they talk about this is very nicely nuanced and interesting. I think, um, and it just brings up how awkward and complicated it is a lot of the time, and the weird little uh, power structures within power structures. So yeah, there's, there's some of that with uh, Tame where she reveals yeah. like the she was talking about her shitty jobs yeah. and Debbie is like coming off a of soap opera and being a very attractive white woman. Mm-hmm. And, and sort of just, you know, like, uh, Tanae is like, oh, I had that job for seven years. Whereas mm-hmm. it's very clear that Debbie had been like, oh, that's like something shitty you did very briefly. Mm-hmm. And then Tanae's like, nope, seven years. Uh, like, you can just see it in Debbie's face. Yeah. She, they're they're both doing great in that scene. Yeah, it was very well, well acted. I like both of them a lot. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Um, good on them. Yeah, good on them. Oh, there was a nice, I'll say, unconventional father-daughter scene. With oh, uh, yeah. Sam and Justine. Yes. Um, uh, Mark Maron's very good at being a crossfield asshole, which is great. I wonder why. I mean, who would have known? <laughs> Whoever could have <laughs> foreseen uh, uh, that Mark Maron would play this role so well. Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> I mean, but you do see a lot of, like, kind yeah. of... He's not stiff as an actor. He's doing a good job. Yeah, he's doing a great job kind of 
being a complicated person too. I was gonna say yeah. having multitudes, yeah. but I got yelled at earlier today. Well, I didn't say it's, it's, multitudes. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. I earlier today, not on a podcast, mm-hmm. uh, referred to uh, being large and containing multitudes, mm-hmm. and then Christy immediately uh, not within immediately. five minutes within five minutes, <laughs> <A> few minutes, <laughs> uh, several other changes in topic of conversation. Yeah, but uh, called it back, and then I said, "Who's that a quote from?" And she goes. You? <laughs> Walt Whitman. I also said um, I heart Huckabees, which is, I don't know, true. I don't know where I got that. Might say that I, I heart think Huckabees. they do. I'll believe it. In any case. It's a great movie. Go watch that's one of my favorite Huckabees. movies. It's delightful. Um, where were we? Multitudes. Mark Maron. Fantastic. He's um, got multitudes. Yeah. It was, he had a good line where it's like, you know, you want these things, and I don't just change into, like, as whoever he's been for however long to just be able to provide for her so that was interesting mm-hmm. um and then because like i found my parental voice and like and then immediately it was gone i was like that's a real cute scene that was yeah. a really really cute scene very nice yeah this show i think does a good job at reminding us that we both like and dislike its characters like it's yeah. doing a good i would say i would say of the i mean i guess the genji cohen is probably in the second season less involved uh, than mm. in the first. But I would say of the Genji Cohen things, Weeds and Orange is the New Black and this, this is my favorite. Like, I think the writing's just really solid. And mm-hmm. I think the characters are, like, not that the characters and those other things, but, well, sometimes they do feel, I feel like the characters feel less one notey to me sometimes. And not that all the characters in the other ones felt that way. Um, mm. But yeah, I like it a lot. And I think importantly for me, I think some of the stuff within Orange is the New Black and within Weeds, every now and then I would get frustrated. Sometimes they made characters made stupid decisions that I believed, and other times I felt like characters were making stupid decisions just to forward the plot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this consistently believable decisions, uh, I feel like, in this show. Like, even if there's... Sure. I don't feel like there's stupid decisions to forward the plot. There's stupid decisions that make sense and help move the plot forward. But they always make sense. We're in, like, in weeds sometimes. I was just like, why are you doing this to yourself? Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on? I've never seen weeds. And oh, I saw one show. season of Orange is the New Black. Uh, it's a good uh, first season. I don't know. Um, I like the, them both. Uh, the way they are, like, um, I don't know, writing these characters and the way the actresses or actors or whatever the fuck are bringing them out is really interesting because it is... Uh, they're they are not shiny uh, and good, and we don't know who they are. Uh, and I feel surprised in the way that they do. You uh, think create Sorry. contain multitudes? No, that's all. That is all I'm saying from now on. It's just everybody. I am uh, large. I contain multitudes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I forgot what I was gonna say. It's dead to me. Uh, do you do you think? <laughs> I was thinking about presentation of characters. Do you think that Allison Brie is uh, not wearing makeup in some of these scenes at all? Like the scenes with where she's just plain old Ruth and she's supposed to look a little downtrodden. Hey. Or do you think they're giving her makeup that is is not wearing makeup makeup, but like really good not wearing makeup makeup. That's a good question. I bet she's um, wearing, like, you know, some for lashes or something like that. Yeah, I think... And I think everyone's they, wearing hair extensions always, forever. 
Probably. Um, uh, Mindy Colling in one of her books said that like everyone in Hollywood has hair extensions, including the men, and we just don't know about it. She's like, everyone has hair extensions. Yes. At everyone. She's like, at literally everyone. <laughs> and I was like, I believe that. Yeah, I mean... Why would Mindy Colling lie to me? You have to convince me that you're better than me in every way, and like easiest way is just bigger and, and bigger hair. Yeah. Um. Also, my hair is breaking my hands. I'm telling everybody that it's very traumatizing. Um. But oh, it's flipping a uh, microphone cord. Um. But I mean, they're so under scrutiny. They have to be very good looking, <laughs> like unnaturally good looking. Um, so I think she's wearing downtrodden makeup. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Sometimes I just wonder if downtrodden makeup is, uh, regular human makeup. <laughs> it's, it's just, like, regular... I feel like... like what you look like. Regular humans can't even look that bad. <laughs> that, like, look that good looking that bad. So... That's true. You're probably right. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely a little bit... I don't know why that, that thought occurred to me just then. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's see. Uh, I'd say Do we're... I've... Oh, Sheila and, uh, what's her name? Oh, Sheila and, uh, Britannica have yeah. a fun, they say they want to do a technical wrestling match, and then they do. And they, and it was good! It was a good match, yeah. Yeah, it was very well done, and then they got cut, because that's not what wrestling's about. Yeah, Britannica... It's about personality. Britannica did get a slight dig in at Sam. That was fun. That was so funny with the maggots. <laughs> like... Oh, this is my boyfriend. I built him out of spare parts. After <laughs> a man broke my heart. A real man broke my heart. <laughs> and there's some, some weird thing about being engaged, and she's like, we've only been on one date. And I was like, you're the best. You just... She is great. Yeah. Man, like, very dumb idiot characters are just so fascinating to watch. Because um, they're just silly. I love it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Kate Nash is doing a great job with that character. She is. Um... Oh, yeah, I mean, we got Ruth breakdancing, and that was fun. Mm-hmm. And oh, that was, yeah. super. Oh, and then at the end, we close on Ruth being sexy in front of the camera. Oh, yeah. And then Sam. Oh, we got a lesbian. An out oh, lesbian yeah. character in this That's episode. That's great. Yeah, look at that. The uh, uh, new junk chain. Yeah, the new junk chain. What's her name? Yolanda something? Yolanda, yeah. yeah Yolanda yeah. Uh, is... A lesbian yeah. is Latina mm-hmm. is uh, a stripper and apparently. a break dancer <laughs> and a break dancer uh, and great we love her I love her I think she's great yeah she's doing fun stuff and we get some fun break dancing and Glow the show did have a lot of like weird stuff happening on it all the time oh like break they had the rap yeah they had all the raps and they stuff had a rap. and all the um, the weird it, it was a weird sketch they did have that they had like sketch comedy kind of bits and. They they did do the actual video in the mall too, right? The real mm-hmm. glow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. Was based on... It's fantastic. Yeah. That was real TV at a certain point in our history, guys. That's great. Hey, there we are. Yeah. Well. Well. Is I that am, it? Yeah, I'm looking forward to episode three. Me too. All right. We'll see you okay. next time. Bye.